Welcome to Alchemy of the Heart podcast, hosted by me, Dr. Christine Borst, and your intuitive jack of all trades, Elliot Ashton. I see you. I understand you. I want you to explore the magic within through divine curiosity. We are back for season two. How does that feel? Oh, it feels phenomenal. I'm pumped. How long has it been since we've recorded one of these? You know, I wasn't keeping track. How, <laughs> how do you know? I think, was it December? Maybe. It feels like a lifetime ago, but I also think that this month feels like a lifetime. So I have no gauge, but. Yeah, last week's been a lifetime. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you, you know better than me. Yeah. And speaking of lifetimes, we met a year ago tomorrow, which is crazy to think about because I have learned so many things about myself in the last 364 days, including today. You know, we knew there was going to be like one good last lesson right before the year mark, but just wanted to say I appreciate that. I appreciate it too. Learned so much about you <laughs> and myself, but definitely about you. <laughs> uh, there was a lot hidden under there. So. That's true. But we're here and we're alive, and that's the important thing. So yes. just happy to be here. That's right. Happy to be alive. So speaking of happy, what are we talking about today? Oh, expanding into joy. Yes. I like that shadow, Ellie's dog, for everybody listening, um, is expanding into joy right now as she squeaks her squeaky toy, which feels very on par for what my dogs would be doing during a podcast. So yes, perfect time. She loves it. So I everybody it. enjoy that. Yes. Um, so expanding into joy, what does that mean to you? To me, that means just opening yourself up to really experience good things in life or really just experiencing anything that makes you happy right going after it rolling into it just or slow rolling into it too it doesn't have to be a tsunami wave mm-hmm. what do you think because it, it baseline right we could say well yeah of course but I think it's so much more complex when we take a look at it because sometimes we're actively preventing ourselves from receiving joy seeking joy or enjoying the things that we like i would agree we definitely sometimes are actively preventing ourselves from getting that what do you think keeps people from their joy fear yeah yeah how so they're afraid to be happy you know they're they're afraid someone might go into hijack their, mm-hmm. their happiness scarcity mindset we can all be happy if we want it to be yeah that's the choice true. So this idea of people wanting to stay like at an arm's length from the things that make them happy because it feels scarier. Like what if it gets taken away then? Exactly where you should be barreling into that hundred <laughs> miles per hour down the highway <laughs> versus uh, crawling down the street for what makes you happy and yeah. like trying to, to reject happiness at every corner. Yeah. I was thinking about this and I I thought about somebody who I was talking to recently and they were talking about something that made them really happy, but they felt kind of embarrassed about it. Um, Like it was too juvenile. And I wonder what you think about that. 
It's a tough feeling to have. I, I understand it for sure. But today I'm sitting here with a pink backpack that has a patch that says kindness is magic That's on true. here. So I'm just rolling around with it. That's true. Right, pink bag. So just in because I enjoy it. I like it. Yeah. And uh fuck them. Fuck what yeah. people think, right? Well, and so part of it, it sounds like that prevents people from seeking their joy is this fear of what other people will think specifically. Correct. The external validation, essentially, mm-hmm. right? And people want to feel good. They want to be valued. They want to be seen in a certain light. And maybe the things they enjoy put them in a negative light with the general population. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is an interesting turn for me. And this, I think, speaks volumes about my growth over the last year. But I was thinking about yesterday, I felt sad. And I thought I, I kind of liked it. Like, honestly, it felt like this. I, I almost texted you because I was like, it feels like a really like satisfying melancholy almost, you know, where I was like, mm, I'm in it and it feels good. You know, that's called the Northeast, the U.S., you know, that is, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that coal mine that melancholy. True. That's just, yes, I love this sadness uh-huh. i don't want anything to do with happiness push it away yeah. smiles non-existent yeah. i'm allergic <laughs> like and you say that i was literally just in the northeast last week like in full rainbow coat gear and all like floral boots and i'm passing people and i'm like oh this isn't a thing here like i am a little bit too much for this space that's okay um but yeah, it, it was interesting because then I'm like, wait a minute. For someone who was really averse to negative feelings a year ago, I was like, mmm, I'm sad. I'm going to have a good cry. I'm going to have like four good cries, actually. It's going to yes. be really good. And there is that release, and that provides the contrast. Yes. And negative feelings are neither good nor bad, right? Yeah. It's whatever we decide to do with it. Yeah. And that contrast, you see the value in it now. Yeah. I know. Weird, right? Look at that growth. High five. Dang. Ooh, that was a good high five. You guys couldn't see it, but it was solid. I think about to art, you know, when I'm painting or drawing or something, the thing that makes something visually interesting is usually contrast, right? And right. so anything in nature, you know, if you're walking out and you're just seeing sun, it's too bright. It is too much. If there's only ever sun, it's when, you know, there's clouds or shadows or you're like, Ooh, I can really see this. This is when we make rainbows when there's like, you know, rain clouds and stuff. And so getting comfortable with sitting in my negative emotions, I think has actually brought more joy into my life. That makes my heart smile. I know. And me getting really comfortable with uh, stepping into joy and accepting positive emotions has been, uh, I guess, perfect. Or I don't even have a better word for that right now. I can't even think of it because I'm like, no, this is is good stuff. I don't have to embrace all the negative emotions to be like, yeah, this is life. This is life. I can grind this out. Yes. It, it never ceases to amaze me how equal but opposite we are on these <laughs> things, right? Because my quest this year has been about being okay with sadness and anger. Oh, God forbid. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my favorite. I know. My, my favorite. <laughs> Crack it open. Oh, and, and for you, it's been about, like, can I let this joy in? Can I 
be okay with the pink backpack that makes me happy, even though that might get a little bit more attention or it's a little bit air quote unconventional. Yeah. And could I allow myself to feel safe enough to let the joy in? Yeah. It's been a wild ride. What would you say to people who struggle to let joy in? You might be in the wrong environment. The people around you might be dicks. Yeah. Just to be honest with you. Yeah. You might need to change the people that you're around because um, there's a reason you don't feel safe. Yeah. You got to figure out what that is, where that sadness is coming from, and why joy isn't there, and how you got isolated from joy. Yeah. That makes sense. So, on one end, it's am I not embracing joy because of the environment that I'm in? Maybe I feel like a lot of us stay near friends who are like not actually true friend, you know, they're like fair weather friends or like frenemies. You're always in competition. There's always this, um, there's not a lot of understanding between you or whatever, or family members that people are still around or coworkers. And so if you show up your authentic self in the ways that that bring you joy, it just gets rejected in certain situations. And so what you're saying is perhaps it's time to zoom out and say, "Mm, I don't think this is me not being able to embrace joy I think my environment is actually actively squashing my joy exactly and when you have to take that that step back and look at the greater picture there mm-hmm. I say fuck them get rid of the people right? yeah. because if they're trying to go and suppress joy because maybe they don't want to embrace joy right. why sacrifice yourself in that scenario at some point you have to choose you yeah you know I think that this goes a lot into the idea of freedom and rules too, which I'm sure we've talked about at some point on a podcast, but this idea that, well, wait a minute, I don't have to only seek joy within this tiny box that was given to me, right? Within these parameters, it's okay to kind of blast that open. There are no boundaries or rules and, and even for like, that can look any sort of way, but it's like, you know, you love, wanted a pink backpack. I love it. Pink is my favorite color. Um, but there could be rules in society, right. That air quote prohibit men from it being okay to have a pink backpack or whatever. And so it's like, well, no, I don't, those rules weren't made for me. This makes me happy. I'm just going with it. Yes. And you can go and and fight and combat all of that with a nice dose of confidence and self-esteem, which in turn comes in just being kind to yourself. Kindness. Yes. Pink backpack, kindness, same thing Mm -hmm. right here. Yeah. Maybe one of these, if people are struggling to find their joy or to connect with their joy, one of the things could be what how do I feel? Maybe how do I feel around certain people? Maybe tuning into that environment a little bit more, or how do I feel around certain objects? Uh, I love this. I think this is where the magic comes in a little bit too. Um, like if we're out shopping, right? Oh, yeah. Like to walk us through again, like kind of your, how you go through and find things that might find you <laughs> joy. Like, how do you know? No, I pretty much go through blind half, half the time to start uh, feeling, you know, mm-hmm. to turn on my little magic hands. And just use it as like a metal detector mm-hmm. and just search what feels right. 
yeah. right? If there's something that feels like, oh, I can totally get something in here in the store, in this little eclectic shop. Mm-hmm. Why not just walk, walk, let's walk around with my hand floating over everything. As soon as something really has a mag- magnetic pull to me, mm-hmm. I grab it. Yeah. I reach for it. I'm like, oh, this is great. Or, hmm. I don't know why I'm drawn to this. I, this is aesthetically not the deal. <laughs> yeah. So what is what is this trying to go and teach me here? Yes. So I try to find things that way too. Like, and I love that because the process of that brings me joy. Like, that's why I think it's fun when we go out on little adventures because it's like, ooh, what, what do we find? How do our hands feel in the store, right? Like what's calling us in? How is it for us? Is it to take home or just to like read and connect with here? And that I think this last year has taught me in, in my word of the year, this past year in 2022 was magic as many of you know, and like anything that brings that magic into daily life, that existential transcendental experience, it's like, dang, that's joy for me. When I can be in that space, that's it. Yeah, exactly. It's right here, right? It's right here, right now. You can be in it mm-hmm. if you allow yourself to be. Yeah. And I had had an experience in the spring where I had to deliver some really sad news. And even thinking about that, the presence of being available and like in that, again, sadness and melancholy, it was like, okay, but that's that magic too. That's that aliveness. That's that, because then I can leave that situation and go, you know, walk to the ocean. And it's like, oh my God, look at how good this feels, how light this feels. It's like you have the contrast gives an appreciation for the joy when originally, you know, you might just be so blinded by the joy that you you don't even appreciate it. Exactly. Exactly. And look at you getting over your fear of water. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. So much growth. Uh, No, I did. I texted Ellie the other day and I was like, wait a minute the sacred space meditation I usually do it like dawned on me that I look outside of it and it's surrounded by water and I was like what how is this happening (laughs) but you know there's purpose in all of it so for joy the idea of scarcity I'm afraid that if I let myself love this or enjoy this that it will be taken away Um, or I'm afraid the idea of the environment squashing joy. If I do this thing, people won't understand. People will reject me. So that may be a need for the change of environment. The beauty of contrast in being able to embrace joy when we allow for moments that just feel sad or feel, you know, angry to exist in the more that we let those feelings flow the more space we have for pure honest true joy too right exactly yeah the more you open up to the full range of emotions well the more you're going to open up to joy itself it'll find you'll find it in the most random places yeah i love that and i'm thinking let's do a little bit for let's take a couple minutes for people who are really stuck in that scarcity mindset of i'm afraid it'll disappear You'll find it again. Just believe in yourself, right? It's, it's like oxygen. In order to get more, you, you have to let go of what's there. So yeah. right? it's, it's, it'll be here. And if it just so happens to not be around anymore, well, shit, yeah. you're probably dead. So it <laughs> doesn't really matter anymore. How does it? And like this idea that 
if it's for you, it will be there, right? We don't have to hold everything so tight fisted because we don't have to be so afraid that everything is constantly trying to leave us because I think then we never know, is it here because it it wants to be or because I'm holding so tight to it. Exactly. I think another main piece is knowing what you actually want or how you want to feel and then not running from the opposite feeling of that. Like if you want to feel peace, don't run from chaos, observe the lessons within it because you're trying to run from it. You'll never find peace. (laughs) Right. Such a good point. Yeah. Like know what you want. And, and so many of us, I think, expect other people to know what we want, right? (laughs) Like, no, no, I need you to make me happy. I need you to do this for me. And it's like, no, this is an inside job people. And what, what does bring me joy? Is it the things that society tells me should bring me joy? Uh, Is it some crazy other stuff that I haven't felt okay talking about? You know, like whatever it is, um, is it the big things or the little things? But until we have a grasp on what actually brings us joy, it's hard to find it. Exactly. It really is. Then you have to keep the vision and hold your focus to actually get what brings you joy because so many times you can hop off track sometimes like, oh, I, maybe I want this. Or it's like, uh, I just sacrificed what I really wanted mm-hmm. for this because I was impatient and couldn't sit in the discomfort. Yeah. Well, fuck me, right? Back to the drawing board. Right. Oh, I think that kind of like what you just said, sometimes we think, well, this is close enough, right? Yeah. Like this is, uh, okay, right? Like yeah. this is, I think this is as good as it's going to get. Uh, spoiler alert, anytime we're thinking this is as good as it's going to get, probably not, you're probably scared. There's yeah. probably some fear yeah. coming in, right? And nothing feels better than getting exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Achieving yes. or grabbing or even just getting something that you really want, no matter what it is, could be a $5 card or a $10 card. Mm-hmm. Price, whatever, it does not matter. Right. If you get what you want, yeah. that feeling is uncomparable yeah and to think too okay well I thought I knew what I wanted but then there's this other thing that came up like I think about my car um I had been looking for one when I needed to replace it I was looking for one specific brand car but then I test drove another one that was totally different and I thought dang I actually love this it's not what I expected but this makes me happier than I think the other one would and is there flexibility? Yes, it's good to know what we want and what brings us joy. But are we leaving space for the magic to happen for like this or better? Yes, in the mom mobile. Yes, <laughs> in the mom mobile. Yes, for sure. You have to leave space for things to get to get better, right? Yeah. Because again, like you said, if we think this is the best we're going to get, well, there's no space for things to get better. There's no opportunity for growth, and then that's where that kindness that curiosity that childlike just joy disappears it runs away because you've actively said no no no. you have to quiet down there's no more we're good here yes my friend marjan i just pulled my phone out because yesterday she texted and she said that she had heard something about saying show me how good it can get right like when you're journaling or talking to your guides or like even trying to figure out what works for you like show me how good it can get not what's good enough, but I want to know how good it can get, how much joy right. I feel. Right, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe joy for me is pulling up in a blacked out Porsche 911. 
but let's say more joy is five of them in the yeah. driveway, right? <laughs> you never know. How right. good can it get? Right. Is there something better? Right. Is there something that's a little bit different that I would have never thought of? Like, oh, this is this makes me much happier. Who would have thought? Right. Yeah. Um, my husband and I were looking to go on a vacation earlier this month, and I was had been looking for Mexico or things like that. And then I felt really called to the redwoods in Northern California. And it was amazing how everything aligned, you know, like the cheap tickets, direct flights in this random spot. And I was like, oh, this feels very different than sitting on a beach in Mexico. But, oh my God, I think I had one of the most magical moments in my life when I walked into the redwoods and I'm like, I see why I was being called here, right? Like this is, this is the kind of joy, like the deep rooted joy. I literally wept. Like I literally wept. It was just the two of us in this forest with nobody else there. And I'm like, I was so taken by everything, like all of the energy in those giant, beautiful trees. And it was like, oh yeah, I would not have gotten this with some margs on the beach, right? I love margs on the beach and that's great, but that's what my soul, that's the kind of joy my soul needed at that moment. Did you have any margs while you were there? Oh yeah. I okay. mean, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See? See? see the trees and, and margs, right? See, you got both the and, you know, the and the allowance of space for more. Yeah. Yes. What a good point you bring up. The end. The end. Because I think I'll speak for myself that sometimes it feels like, no, no, I've got plenty, right? It's it's enough. I'm fine. Right. Whatever that is. And it's like, but like you said, <laughs> one Porsche or five. But it's like, what if I got both? What if I got everything? What if I didn't have to? limit myself without even fully realizing I'm limiting myself and say, okay, I get, I want to see how good it can get. And I get redwoods and marks. I get a trip later this year to the beach, right? Whatever it is, can we allow ourselves to dream big? Exactly. Right. Are you, and are you willing to take the risk to go grab it? Right. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to Ireland and Greece this mm-hmm. year, right. Do something wild, mm-hmm. just have a fun trip and leave space even more if I have the capacity to, right. if the, those windows open up, mm-hmm. take them, yes. run to them, sprint through them with them, fly with them, fuck it, Ooh. set the wings free. Right. Cause there are no rules. There are no rules. And it is, it's not gluttonous or selfish to seek joy and to allow that joy to come in. Cause we do have to open ourselves up to it. We do have to say, you know, communicate like, no, it's good. I'm actually going to say, yes, I'm not going to keep saying, no, no, it's good. Right. No, I don't want, no, you don't have to make me a cup of tea or no, you don't. It's like, no, am I opening myself up to the universe to receive all of the joy that I'm hoping for too. Exactly. And at this point, I'd say for me, I'm ready to be selfish and open up to all the joy. Yeah. Ready for it. It's been too long. Yeah. Too many years in the making for that one. Like, yeah. exactly. I think it's time to just take a step into a little bit of uh, selfishness versus selflessness. For right. once. Absolutely. Because ultimately that's how we show up best for everybody else too, right? Exactly. Like mommy's not grumpy when she, you know, gets her me time and I'm not showing up all bitchy and shit because, you know, <laughs> like, oh, I got to do more stuff. That, no, Even my kids know that. They're like, mom, 
we know. think you're hungry. Yeah. Yeah. That's Maybe usually, we have to eat. that's yeah. usually the case. When I get grumpy, somebody in the house is like, uh, you need to eat mom. So accurate. Any last thoughts on joy? Just be kind. Yeah. Be kind to yourself and those around you. Mm-hmm. Find that balance and joy will find you. I love it. How about you? Do you have any last words? I think let yourself dream big for what that joy looks and feels like. Right. And, and appreciate the small moments or maybe the things that were unexpected where you do feel that expansive joy, because that's just more evidence that more is coming your way. Expansion. Yes. Boom. Boom. All right. Well, we'll see you again soon. We'll see you again soon. Have fun. Bye. Bye.